Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. We are recording in Silver Spring, Maryland, and are so glad that you can join us. Gitin Lamed Zayin, Gitin 37a, pagination is 73, starting from the top of the page on the topic of Prusbol. Just to review briefly, the concept of Prusbol is that according to Torah law, at the end of the Shemitah year, which occurs every seven years, any loan that's already dated, it was already due, it's overdue at this point, would become absolved, annulled, at the end of Shemitah. And the person who borrowed that money would not have to pay back. In more recent times, the Gemara is already describing this, second base Hamikdash and on. This mitzvah of Shemitah and absolving the loans was only rabbinic as opposed to biblical. The land of Israel was not populated in the manner which would require biblical observance of this, and therefore. Hillel Hazaken legislated a certain workaround which would allow for loans not to be annulled or absolved at the end of Shemitah. And he did this, as the Gemara explains, with the word Prusbal actually being an acronym for his reasoning, Pruz, it was a takana, a rectification a solution for buli, which means the ashirim, the wealthy people, and buti, the poor people. Because what he saw was that people were not lending money because they were concerned that the due date would come and then Shemitah would come and absolve it if the person who borrowed didn't pay up on time. And as a result, they were not lending, which is a bad thing in terms of the lender. The Torah calls, calls such a person Bilial, a wicked person, that he's not willing to cooperate with this mandated form of tzedakah to loan the poor person money, and then if he can't pay it up, to absolve it at the time of Shemitah's end. And it was obviously a takana for the booty, for the poor people who weren't able to obtain loans, especially near Shemitah time. He made a workaround, which was prusbol, that people can transfer their loans to the jurisdiction of the court, in which case the loan would not be annulled at the end of Shemitah, because it was already in the court's jurisdiction and is no longer a localized loan between the two people. The Gemara describes requirements and workarounds regarding Prusbal. We begin about 10 lines from the top of the page. Tanan Hossam, we learned. Ein kosvin prusbol elo al hakarka. You could only write a prusbol, meaning the person who lent the money is going to write up a prusbol which declares that he declared in front of Bezdin 
a transfer of loan jurisdiction. You could only do this prusbal procedure if the person who borrowed the money owns land, owns real estate. And the reason is because once he has real estate, <clears throat> it's as if you have a lien on it and it's almost collected and it makes it easier for Prisbal to work. The workaround is, in Ainlo, if the person who borrowed the money does not have land, Mizakehu, you can grant him a token amount of land of yours, of the person who lent the money, and now that you've granted him some land, he has the land, and you're able to write a prusbal and preserve the loan beyond Shemitah's end. This is a powerful workaround which, which generally the poor person will cooperate with. He wants land in order that the loan should continue, and generally he recognizes everyone has a good reputation in loans because people pay back, and they don't use this Shemitah as an opportunity to default on their loan. However, the Ramah points out, interestingly, if the person who borrowed the money is in front of us, and he is screaming, I don't want people to give me land. Ultimately, you can't force a person to take something. You can't do that transaction against his will. And however, we would solve this issue of Karka, but the dynamic of Prusbal generally works in its full strength by granting the person who borrowed the money a token amount of land, provided, as the Ramah describes here, that he's not screaming his objection. Now, normally, a prusbal is that the person who lent the money makes a statement in front of a bezdin that he's transferring jurisdiction of his loan to the bezdin, and then a document is written, either it's going to be signed by the Dayan and the judges, the panel of three, or it's going to be signed by the Adim, the witnesses who witnessed the transfer to the panel of three. Prusbal is the actual document which affirms that this transfer was done. The Gemara tells us, Rabbonon Devei Rav Ashi, that in the base Medrash of Rav Ashi, Masri Milayu Lahadadi, they didn't actually write the Prusbal. Instead, they simply made the statement and they considered that to be sufficient. <clears throat> and this is something described in Shulchan Aruch Hoshen Mishpat, Simen Samach Zayin Seif Chaf, which we might at times have to rely on. It could theoretically be that a person realizes very close to Rosh Hashanah at the end of Shemitah that he never transferred his loans to Bezdin and he has to work quickly. 
it could be that he would end up transferring the loans to Bezdin and would not actually have time to write up the document. If there was a whole group of people, for example, they would be stressed for time to move this along so quickly and they should simply make the statement even if they can't actually write the document at that time. <clears throat> Moving on to Ahmed Bey's, there's a remarkable, perhaps we can call it workaround. If the person did not write a prusbal, that the person who borrowed the money could actually still pay back the money, provided that the procedure of annulment and recognition of annulment occurred. The Gemara tells us on the top of Ahmed Beis, Hamachsir Chov Lachavero if a person returns the loan to his friend regarding Shavius, regarding this annulment, Tzorach Sheyomar, the person who lent the money, has to say, Mishametani, I absolve the loan in recognition of Shmita. Ve'im Omarlo, but if the person who borrowed the money says, Af al Nevertheless, I want to give it to you. Yekabel heimenu, he's allowed to take it. Shenemar, the Pasuk describing this annulment, says, V'zedivar ha-shemitah. This is the word of Shemitah, which the Mishnah in Shviyas, Perek Yud, chapter 10, tells us means that it may be that it's only a matter of words, that it may not even require a matter of action that you don't actually take back the loan money. It may only be words. It's the word of Shemitah. And therefore, the, in, the actual mitzvah is to say, I absolve you. Whether you actually end up not getting the money back is an entirely different discussion. But he does have to say, and the Mishnah actually tells us that if the person would pay back, it would be ruach hachomim menu that Chazal are happy with him for paying back. And it seems that only a person who really needs to rely on this mandated form of tzedakah should rely on it. But in general, people should pay back. There's a fascinating incident recorded over here where Rabbah lent money and a person came back to pay it and he said, I can't take it back. I absolve you. But in reality, Rabbah needed the money and it wasn't until Abaye stepped in and informed the person who borrowed the money that really he should offer it as a gift to Rabbah that the person came back, offered it to Rabbah, and he accepted it, because that appears to be the dynamic that the person who lent the money has to absolve, but if the person who borrowed the money could, he should offer Afal Pikain to pay up the loan as a gift. Yeshe thank you for joining.